Welcome to Toy Talk with Dr. Tasha Toy, a talk show with probative interviews about relationships, self-care, and so much more. No batteries included. It's time for Toy Talk. Here's Dr. Tasha Toy. Greetings, this is Dr. Tasha Toy, and you are here at Toy Talk, an opportunity to have a conversation about friends, family, and about different aspects of our normal life. It is time for us to come together again at the beginning of the year and talk about new beginnings, new you, new year, new opportunities. And again, I would like to welcome our wonderful, our charismatic, our beautiful partner in crime when it comes to conversations of the heart of mind and other stuff. Yes, that is a word. Karen Reed Hendon. Hello, hello, hello. Hey, Karen. Hello, George. Hey, girl, hey. Hey, St. George. Well, we are very fortunate to have you here with us, and we are going to have a brief conversation today about new beginnings. I yeah. think it's very uh, apropos that we address those type of things today. One of the things um, that really gets me at the beginning of the year is people asking about what's your New Year's resolution. Mm-hmm. I, some years ago, said, you know what, I'm not going to do one. And from then to now, I have not done one. Um, I haven't made a list. I've said, you know, I'm going to do better. And then you get disappointed when you don't make it. So I decided to put it to the side. But I know that, Karen, you do or have this year make some resolutions. Do you want to share about those? So it's not so much resolutions as uh, trying to keep a particular mantra in the front of everything. Hmm. um, Over the holiday break, holiday break was a challenging one Um, this year, uh, my sorority sisters and I, my line sisters and I, we had to um, bury one of our own. And it caused a lot of conversation. I would like to just share that Karen is a proud member of Sigma Gamma Rho Sorority Incorporated. That's right. Last credit, best designed. We'll discuss that later. (laughs) Uh, But while uh, myself and my line sisters were together, one of the things that we talked about was the concept of moving forward. Mm. about how, you know, um, all of us, we've been together for the past, crazily enough, 15 years. We've been together 15 years. You babies. Uh, I know, right? And um, having our our line sister pass Mm -hmm. really kind of made us begin to think about, you know, how do we want to move forward from this point forward? Because now it's about legacy building at this point. Right. And we chose moving forward because all of us are trying to get past or get over some things that have happened over the past few years. And so uh, moving forward has kind of become our theme. But that's not to say that we don't have things that we're trying to accomplish Mm -hmm. as a part of moving forward. You know, getting getting past your debt, uh, getting over the ex, finally dropping the baby weight, even though your baby's 10 years old now. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. It's true. But it's true. But it's true. So it's more about moving forward as opposed to having a resolution. Resolutions fall flat after that second week. Oh, yes. You know, it's it's why gyms, like, do the real hard push between, like, the December 26th and, like, January 10th, and then you see that steep drop-off. Yeah. Because people put so much pressure on themselves to do this thing good and well and right and perfect 
that by the time they get to day four, they're exhausted and they don't want anything else to do with it. So, you know, down with the resolutions, up for trying to find a mantra that's going to serve you over the course of the year. It's interesting you said about the whole gym thing. I want to take a moment and share that for me, I remember in my previous place of where I used to live, the gym would open at 430 and throughout the year, we, you know, that little section of people at 430 in the morning, we would know who we were. You know, we would be these people and we would do shout outs and we would work out together and we, it was kind of this little team. But we always knew that when January came around, you walk into the, you walk in at 4.30, you could have the pick of the machine. Everybody had their favorite machine. You knew, you knew where that person was going to be. And you would do your highs and hello. But mm-hmm. come January, you could not find a machine to save your to life. Save your life. Yes. But February, I could get machine, my machines back. I get my treadmill back and things like you that. You can get your machine back the second week of January. Right. Cause, and we knew, we knew we were all clean. You know, we all wiped the machines down. The newbies didn't. And so right. it was very interesting to see, like you said, the peak and the drop. I have to say that I am definitely, I am looking forward to finding a gym here in St. George. So I can get my workout together because that was so, so good and well for my mind and my body and energy. So, yes, yes. I like the, that you're not doing resolutions. You're doing mantras. Yes. And I would venture to say, share with us once again, what is the mantra that you're using for this year? So this year, it's all about moving forward. Moving forward. Now, yeah. you shared and explained and you said, you know, getting over it and, and and it's not only just getting over, but it's also embracing something. Um, yes. So I when you shared the the moving forward idea, I was like, oh, that sounds kind of nice. And <laughs> it got me thinking we collectively should come up with a mantra, not resolutions, because resolutions are kind of like a list. Once you mm-hmm. accomplish it, you check mark, you keep moving forward. With a mantra, you keep moving. It's something that is, uh, it keeps you centered, it keeps you grounded, it keeps you moving forward. And it's not episodic. It is Correct. not, um, it's never done, to be honest with you. Like this year, you could say, I'm going to move on. I'm going to move forward. Next year, you might say, I'm going to, and then fill in the blank. So I, I like that, that you can add on to it. And you can use it on everything. Yes. For yes. You can, you can move forward in, in, you know, getting past your debt. You can move forward and finally clearing out your inbox so that you can be at inbox zero, which is, is that, really difficult, by the way. Is that a thing? I, didn't, I don't even know what zero looks like in my mailbox anymore. Have you ever done that? Uh, only twice in my life. Really? Yeah. You should have a crown or something because I've never. That is N E V E R R never have done that in my life. It's a beautiful thing. <sighs> it is. It's a beautiful thing. And you can really apply it to just about anything. Like, you know, knowing that there are some goals that you want to hit. Um, you know, last time we talked about having your calendar, you can yes. do your own personal strategic plan. And again, that will help you stay focused on whatever your goals are. But that mantra moving forward mm-hmm. should encourage you to look in front of you and not be concerned about the things that are happening behind you. 
And yes, and it's putting the tools together. And also, I like the mantra because it doesn't give you that added pressure of I need to do it like right now. It right. and it's not um it's not flimsy. I think that's the word I want to use. I mean, the 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 takeaway on that one is it's not flimsy. It's right. it's solid. It's it's firm. It's and it can be used in many different places. I like that. Now, for me, I have to say that I will steal your idea of a mantra. But for me, I do have resolutions, and I think that's the um, the other thing we want our listeners to understand is that it's not. For Karen is a mantra. For me, it's a resolution and a mantra. Getting to the point of understanding what best works for you is where we are going with this. It is not going to be just, oh, this person over here, we're going to do that. This person over here, we're going to do this. It is what works best for you. Now, I, I would like to take a few minutes to talk about what I, for me, and, and, I have not shared this with uh, Karen about the, one of the things I want to do this year, which is get my house organized. I've moved from Georgia to Utah, and that was a lot of stuff. I sold my house that I had lived in for about five years. In that house, I was single. I got married, ma- moved my husband in, uh, and all of the things that go on. Had a very active social life in Georgia with Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated, first and finest. And then uh, I also. (laughs) (laughs) And I married a Q, Omega Sci Fi, till he dies. And then all of that together, I had a lot of stuff in my house. And I did not have time to purge before I moved. So I moved and then I decided to purge, which was very interesting to do. But the reason why I'm bringing that up is because I was. Have you seen this young lady? I think her name is uh, Maria. About Marie Kondo. Yes. Have you met? Have you seen that? Uh, I have not started watching Netflix yet, but I do want to watch. Okay. So I have seen her first Netflix show. And let me just tell you this. I do like it. And the reason why I like it is because it is, um, it's not, it is one episode. Okay. But the episode mm-hmm. spans a month. Which really helps me, and it goes to something that we're talking about on this also, is that it's not going to be all in one day, all in one week. And so she right. she keeps coming back to this family. She gives them homework, and then she'll come back in a week and a half. And then she'll check in, and she'll give them more homework, and she'll come back in a week and a half. And it's an ongoing, and they have the children there. You know, it's a couple, the first one, the first episode, the, the episode I watched, was a husband and wife team with um, a girl and a boy as uh, their children. And they were just like, we're overwhelmed. We don't know what to do. We're constantly tired. I don't understand. And so she gives them the homework assignment, and she walks them through each one. And I was just like, that is so smart. And But it's also realistic because by the end, I want to say day 31 or 33, she mm-hmm. actually comes in and says, oh, see, you're already done. You know, you're done. Unlike if we were watching something on HGTV, by the way, I love you, HGTV. If you're watching right. HGTV, it does not, uh, it's everything is in an hour. You know, yes. we're going to talk to this room in 45 minutes, boom. And you right. and you get this energy and you go into your room. I was like, and you have that same thing in your head. I'm going to talk to my room in one hour. 
And then after three hours, you can't find your bed. <laughs> you yeah. can't find those shoes you walked in the room with. You're yeah. trying to ask what in the world. You look over your shoulder and ask what just happened. And you yeah. feel kind of defeated, which is against oh, yeah. why you did it in the first place. But with Maria, she shows that it's not and it's going in line with you. It's not just right now. It will take time to become your new norm, which is the reason why we make mantras and resolutions at the beginning of the year. It's so funny that you brought up Marie Kondo um, because the the original to doing all of that was Miss Niecy Nash and Ooh. the team Clean House back in the day. I love you, uh, Niecy Nash. We love me. We love us some Niecy Nash and Clean uh, House. Yes, that was my jam. Me too. Okay? That mm-hmm. was my jam. Uh, but the thing about it was that it was all about seeing everything that you had laid out and trying to determine for yourself what it really meant to you to have those things. Yes. Because we tend to ascribe uh, meaning to so many things. Right. And it's not just the stuff. It's the past relationship that you've had. It's it's the work that you've done. Mm -hmm. It's um, the things that you've been a part of. It's all of those things. Mm -hmm. When the new year comes around, you get to make a different decision about how do I want to approach this? Or do I still want to approach this? Is this, in the words of Marie Kondo, is this bringing me joy? Yeah. Because if it's not bringing me joy, then I need to step away from this and put my energy somewhere else. It forces you to prioritize Mm -hmm. how you're going to do what you're going to do, what you say is important and vital to your overall well-being and what is not. So you begin to cancel things out. You begin to cut things out. And cut people. And, and you cutting people out, you cutting the sugar out, uh, you're cutting the TV off. Yes. You're recognizing things that are basic that don't add any value to mm-hmm. you. Like you are beginning to get an understanding of what it is that you really want to deal with and what it is that you don't. And that really comes to light the older that we get. You know, the the more life experiences we get up under our belt. Mm-hmm. We realize we don't have time for the crazy. We don't have time for the foolishness. Um, that gossip and rumors really do nothing for the person Mm-mm. that is sharing that with you. Right. Uh, that you don't have to entertain it if you don't want to deal with it. Right. And that's moving forward. That's moving forward. But you know what? I was reading on Twitter today. Love some Twitter. Um, the our lovey. You know, we love some lovey. Yes. Awesomely lovely. Please, yes. if you see us, I'm just a little bit of bleep in your world, but I love it. She, on her Twitter, she put very nicely. Um, I will make, um, she said adulthood is false or it's hard or it's fake. She said, oh, says something to that effect. But the end of it, she said, Ted Talk done. You know, just three words and I just thought that was very telling because when we're younger think about how much happier we were we didn't really have the stuff and we got our feelings hurt by friends and our family or whatever but long as they said I'm sorry we were back in love we were back in friendship with whomever they were but the older we've gotten the harder it is to maintain or to keep 
those relationships together. And it shouldn't be like that. And I would say, as we're starting this new year off, that I would ask our listeners to think about that, that they should not, how do you fix and maintain? At the beginning of the year, we take on what I want to do for us, for me. How do I want a better life for me, 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 me? But when are we going to take the moment to say, what do we want a better life for someone else? And what does that look like? So we need to be mindful of that and how that works and how to make that um, part of where we're going to go in the new year. Because we are all in this race together. Absolutely. It is not just me, mine, ours. It's us. And that spreads over to our conversations at Tarjay at Walmart, wherever you like to consume items. It is also where we are on our social media and our giving and our space of understanding. How really take stock on how do you live your life and have a better life with other people? Because if you do and make a push to be better with other people and for other people, collectively we can make a difference in this world that we're not all drained and hurt and disappointed, but uplifted, um, encouraged, and happy. And that's not a bad thing to be happy. Not a bad thing to be happy. No, not at all. I think that's the place where everyone is trying to get to, but there's joy in trying to get to the destination. You know, something that I've been um, wrestling with and just thinking about a lot, especially as of late, is how I am going to impart some of these same lessons onto my young daughter. Mm-hmm. I got a four-year-old. She's just now starting to get some semblance about herself, about not just time and space, but engagement with other people. Mm-hmm. And I'm always challenging her. I, Whenever she goes to school, I say to her that I want her to have a five-star day, which is inclusive of being kind, being smart, um, listening well, following directions, and being helpful. But then I turn that right back onto myself. Mm-hmm. How can I have a five-star day? How can I be that impactful for someone else? Mm-hmm. How can I be helpful? How can I be kind? How can I be smart? You and, know, what am I missing when I'm not listening well? Right. Act, ooh, active listening. You know, we need to do a whole episode on active listening and how listening really makes a difference in a relationship regardless mm-hmm. if it's with a parent to a child or even a relationship with another spouse or friend. That's that's a whole nother moment right there. We'll get back sure. to that later on. <laughs> can, did you just have a moment? I, I noticed I that. Did. Fa- <laughs> I did. I just had a whole moment. Radio St. George, just know. Just, yeah. <laughs> you got me choking on that one. Okay, did you just LeBron that? Okay, all right. I did. did. It took everything not to take my purse and walk up out of here. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I am very happy that you uh, did that. Uh, The other thing that we're, since we're talking about New Year and we talked about mantras, resolutions, and we also talked about one of the things is that it's not going to be um, instantaneous. It has to be an ongoing process. The one thing that I would also ask and speak to um, my persons and my peoples 
My question for you, um, Karen, as we are about to wind down this time together is when it comes to all the things that are in your list of things, what specifically are you going to focus on? I know you have a little person. That's always a given. But, you know, one of the things that we go back and forth with is, you know, you are more than a mother. Mm-hmm. You are a woman, and mm-hmm. that is how you identify yourself. So, if Absolutely. in that case, how as you're moving forward, how what do you see as your thing or your? I know movement and fortune is your mantra, but how and what things are you going to be doing moving forward into this new year? So, the biggest thing for me is all about self care and what mm. that looks like for myself. Really? Yes. So um, in the past, self-care for me was not self-care at all. It was about making sure that other people were well taken care of Mm -hmm. and I would find myself dealing with myself on the back end. Yeah. Uh, Now I am all about the self-care. So doing things that bring energy to me, doing things that lift me up, whether that is binging on Netflix for two straight weeks. Love you, Netflix. If that is um, taking a long bath, getting a massage. Don't forget Hulu. Yes, going to the doctor, whatever it is that is going to bring um, joy to my life. Um, Even if that means going to the gym, like all of those things help to add um, so much to my my whole person so that I can be a better uh, mother that I can be a better professional, that I can be a better friend and all around uh, dope individual. Because you are dope. You dope too. And fly. Mm-hmm. One of the things uh, before the new year started, uh, Karen and I was going back and forth during the holiday season. It was very hard for us to get together, which we, I don't know about her, but I did not like it. I couldn't. We no, didn't, I didn't like it at all. We didn't have our, uh, and when we needed the most, we did not we get didn't to have a daily talk, yeah. <laughs> but it's okay. It's still we there's text. You know, technology helps us with that. But yes. we text back and forth and one of the things that we resolved for each other, not a mantra, but a promise that we're gonna keep to each other, is that we are going I found a list of I was like, Karen, we need to travel. And we need to travel not for work, but for mm-hmm. peace and for sanity and to experience. And we need to do it girl wise. No men, uh-huh. no, just us, and whatever happens on the trip stays on the trip. Oh, yes. And I found a list of 20. It was 20 countries. 20 countries, because we wanted to get outside of the United States, love U.S., but there's so much more out there. 20 countries under $1,000 that you could travel. And I was like, that's a nice budget. And so mm-hmm. I, I forwarded it to Karen. And then Karen, being the bright, wonderful, beautiful woman that she is, countered and said, why don't we not only just pick one off of the 20, but why don't we work our way through the entire list? That's the challenge that I was willing to take. And I like that because it pushed me to say we need to do that. So I, I want to say that, Karen, we're going to work on that. We might actually do a live feed from that location. Never can tell. But um, as we're coming to a close, I would just like to say um, to the listeners, please 
remember, this is a new year. It's a new year, new opportunities, new openings. 2018 is gone. 2019 is here. So think about how you're going to attack it. It's never too late to change the goals, to change your opportunities. What are you going to lean into? I know that was a mantra a couple of years ago, but what are you going to do in 2019 that was yearning on your person that you have to attack? And Mm -hmm. we are, Karen is going to do a mantra. I'm going to do resolutions with a little bit of mantra. We're going to travel. We're going to challenge ourselves. But take the time to sit down and figure out what is on your list of things to do. So we really would like for you to do that. As we wrap up, I'd like to say thank you to Karen for coming back and spending this quality time with us. I am Dr. Tasha Toy, and we are now active on the social media. We are on the web. So if you have questions or you have comments for our show, please feel free to email us at toytalk, the number two, the letter U, at gmail.com. And please feel bad, uh, please give us feedback on the show Give us ideas. Thank you very much. And this is Toy Talk, No Batteries Included. Have a good day.